guys. Welcome back to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast. So today I just wanted to chat about intuitive eating for parents, kids, and teens due to the um, recent Weight Watchers app Kerbo for 8 to 17 year olds, which is beyond disturbing for me. I've just felt sick as I look through this app and I just see how closely this resembles when I first started my eating disorder, like even worse actually than anything that I originally found on the internet. This app is promoting so many um, horrible behaviors. So I want to come out with a bit of a solution and help for those that need it, that need it. And I recognize that there are kids struggling with obesity and body image and bullying. And I know that parents feel at a loss for what to do to help their kids. And I'm seeing a large social media standing against this app, but I'm also seeing parents that are like, well, why is this so bad? Maybe it could be helpful. My daughter's struggling with her weight. And I can see how if you're desperate, this might look like a good idea. So I just want to strongly, strongly persuade you against that option while also providing you with actionable things you can do to help your children develop a healthy relationship with food and exercise because I promise you this app is not the way. So as you may have been reading, there are a lot of disturbing aspects to this app. There's the beginning where it asks the child's goals. One of them is make parents happy or feel good in my clothes, which makes me so sad. First of all, I hope that no parents would put pressure on their own children to lose weight in order to make themselves happy. If that is something that you require for your own happiness, you need to seriously reevaluate your own priorities and seek help for your own self-esteem and body image issues. Like that is your own stuff that you are putting onto your kids. And as for feeling good in clothes, I encourage my clients to always buy clothes that make them feel good and fit them now. And I hope we are doing the same for our children and making sure that they are wearing whatever they feel most comfortable in, whatever size that might be. And this app works by labeling foods as red, which means stop and think, um, yellow and green, which is like free. Yellow is like slow down, limited amounts. Um, basically the only things in red were fruits and vegetables, uh, or sorry, in green were fruits and vegetables. Um, yellow is like lean protein, beans, like a lot of vegetarian sources for protein. And then red is like anything, carbs, sugar, hummus, cheese, crackers, anything with fat or calories basically is a red food. And There's just like a lot wrong with the whole labeling of good and bad foods and the red is so unforgiving in this app. There's also a coaching aspect and I saw some experts of the coaching conversation. So the child enters in their food and then the coach talks to them. This is literally like sounds like my eating disorder voice from back in the day. So this is some excerpts from the coaching talking to this eight year old. Hannah, butter is an unhealthy fat. Could you try smooshed applesauce? And she was having a little bit of butter on her toast with eggs. Um, She also said, Hannah, choose light cheese instead of regular cheese, which is like, that's another thing that I have a big problem with with Weight Watchers is like, it's promoting like fat-free chemical filled foods instead of real actual nutrition. Children need 
fats. Their brains are developing. Their bodies are developing. They should not be eating low fat cheese. (laughs) And she also said, did you know that you can budget your reds for a special occasion? And this is literally creating binge eating or cheat meals. It's promoting saving your red foods or your bad foods for a special occasion. And that's when we develop this relationship where then we overeat on them because it's a special occasion and we're allowed. And then we have to go back to restricting the very next day. So this app is really encouraging children to view food as good and bad. The red is just harsh and unforgiving. And I, I even just looking at one example of an intake and a big red nine reds, it just makes me cringe. It's like, encouraging them to budget out and save them, setting them up for binge eating. It's also using exercise as a way to like increase your allowed food. So this is literally how my exercise bulimia started because I learned I could eat more if I burned more calories. So we're teaching children that. And that is taking the emphasis off exercise, feeling good, making us strong. Because when we're looking at it as a way to eat more, it was then, it's then like, okay, you burn more calories when you do more cardio versus strength training, hit yoga. Those are all very low in a calorie burn. So not only that, but it's encouraging kids away from things that they might fall in love with and producing a disordered relationship with exercise where they feel they need to like do all this cardio in order to be able to eat more food, which is also increasing the hunger and messing up their hormones and their cortisol levels to boot. This is a diet, no matter how Weight Watchers is marketing it. One to four kids that begin a diet end up with a lifelong eating disorder. And I can just cannot even fathom the long-term impacts of this app on a child's mental, sorry, mental, mental and physical health. But the success, sorry, the success stories in there make me sick. There's a 10-year-old who lost 42 pounds, an eight-year-old girl who went down 11 percentile on the BMI scale. And we don't know how this is going to affect them growing up or long-term. It's just like any other diet. Once they get bored of it or jealous of their friends who don't have to track their food, they already are going to feel like an outsider that the fact that they're tracking all their food and they're watching their friends eat whatever they want, they're they're then going to end up rebelling. And now they have an unhealthy relationship with food to boot, which makes way for binge eating and all or nothing behavior. And speaking of which, the BMI scale that they're using to like monitor their progress is such bullshit, especially for someone who's still growing in height. Like this girl could have gone down on the BMI scale purely by getting taller and she could have been developing a healthy relationship with food in the meantime. And beyond all of this the obvious, we're taking away a kid's natural right to their intuition. We're starting the weight loss talk so early, and this is only going to morph into so many more eating disorders. Children are already natural born intuitive eaters. When we take away their right to choose and start demonizing sugar and putting foods into red categories, we set them up for overeating and binge eating on those foods later in life when they finally have their own autonomy over what they're eating. And this has, I've seen this happen so many times. So parents have been coming to me with questions and what to do about the situation. They've mentioned strained relationships with their daughters, overweight kids, and kids that will only choose junk food. So what are they supposed to do? And I really appreciate that this is such a difficult, difficult subject. And I'm in no way an expert, but I want to tackle this from the perception of if it was my own child. So if I had a daughter, an eight-year-old or older who was quote unquote overweight, 
and being bullied and struggling with body image and food, here are the steps that I personally would take. So first of all, take a good hard look at where this label of overweight is coming from. Is this from outside opinions? Is this your own judgments on what is the right quote unquote size for that age comparison? Are you comparing them to other children? What are you modeling for your daughter? Do you have a healthy balanced relationship with food and exercise? Are you constantly picking apart your body in the mirror? So I think that parents need to look at their own habits first because your kids are modeling you and it's not something wrong with them. Are there actually any physical issues happening or health issues happening with your kids? Are they happy? How are they viewing their body? Start looking into these things versus their weight because kids grow and learn and shift and adapt. And if it was me, I wouldn't mention weight and food, period. She could grow a few inches, find something she loves doing, and the weight will naturally resolve itself quickly. Our bodies only become overweight as a symptom of not tuning into hunger and fullness and developing a fucked up relationship with food. So secondly, I would model and open the conversation of how her body feels, not looks. Does she feel energetic and excited? Does she enjoy partaking in any activities? Maybe you and her could go try some out together and see what she really enjoys. Talked about how she feels um, before moving her body versus after, because we all know how amazing it feels after moving. So getting your children to focus on that mental and emotional events of exercise and how good it feels to be outside and feel stronger and do fun things with their bodies and run around like it's not about how they look, but how are they feeling? Um, third, provide a large variety of options from fruits and vegetables to also carbs and sugar. Your kids are going to get their hands on it eventually, so you might as well set them up for success and develop a balanced and moderate relationship with those foods versus the restrict and binge cycle. So if you have previously deemed those foods off limits, it may take time to adjust. This is true for adults and kids, and this is kind of the hardest part about getting into intuitive eating, but once you can allow all foods and allow them to be neutral, those foods are going to become less special. Um, they're less interesting and we don't feel the need to overeat on them once we move through that phase. So have all foods available as much as possible. And then fourth, allow them to make their own choices. So I know this can be really scary and I would like to get one of my clients on here because she began an intuitive eating um, approach with her kids and allowed all foods. And at first she was terrified, but it completely worked out for her. And I would love for her to tell her story with her kids as well. Um, so I know it's scary, but allowing children to recognize their hunger, their fullness, and how they feel when they eat these foods is so important. It allows them to make the connection to how foods react in their body, which makes eating, quote unquote, healthier, a want instead of a should or a rule or a green versus red versus yellow. And then also encourage checking into their hunger and fullness. So allow them to recognize their natural hunger cues. Don't force them to eat or finish everything on their plate before their dessert. Don't bribe them with sweeter treats in order to get them to finish what's on their plate. This is just promoting overeating in order to get dessert. You could talk to them about what, in hunger, what hunger and fullness feels like, how nice it feels to be comfortable and not overly stuffed, but sometimes we get full and that's totally okay too. So our body 
bodies are always going to adjust to what we put into them in terms of hunger. And if we're really trusting our hunger and our fullness, we will always be taken care of. Most importantly, you need to get them to express their emotions. I honestly feel like my eating disorder stemmed from not feeling safe to speak about my sadness or get emotional. So I found myself sneaking food and avoiding everyone in order to be alone. So food is not the problem here. It's what they're using the food to cope with. So what is going on with their lives at school? Do they feel free and safe to be vulnerable and expressive with their emotions? Before turning them to a dieting app, I would turn them to being as open as possible um, around what they're feeling, allow them to feel heard and supported because kids who feel safe being vulnerable and have activities that they love doing are not going to be turning to food in times of stress or emotions. If you're worried about your kids only eating sugar and junk food, if you make it available, really check in with your own self-trust. So do you trust yourself with sugar or are you passing down your own fears around food to your children by keeping it out of the house? I encourage you to allow it while also getting them to process their emotions and notice how they feel day to day. And I know this is work, but it's also work for them to do this app and then end up with a lifelong eating disorder that is going to mess them up for the rest of their life. And coming from my own parents who had to see me struggle for 16 years, I guarantee they wish they could go back and just allow me to express my emotions and learn how to navigate that, navigate emotions. Um, So get them to notice how they feel every day and allow them to make the connection between processed foods and energy levels that will allow them to make choices that feel good to them over time. Encourage them to find things that they love doing. So if they're involved with sports and activities they truly enjoy, food isn't going to be the only exciting part of their lives. So just to summarize, I would ensure a large variety of foods available all the time and encourage them to pay attention to their hunger, fullness, and energy levels. I would place high importance on ensuring they feel safe, expressing their emotions, and being vulnerable and um, just feeling safe to talk about what's going on in their life. I would work hard to find active things that they love that make them feel excited and they look forward to, discuss how they feel after those things, how good it feels to move our bodies, and you should also be modeling this behavior as well. Don't judge their food intake. Instead, allow yourself to step back and let them learn what feels good and what doesn't. Check in on how you're talking about food and your own body. So accept compliments, model the active and healthy behaviors you want to instill in them, and then encourage self-love through never discussing their weight and encouraging them to love the skin they're in because we're all wonderfully different. We are all growing. Get them to focus on what they love doing and how when they feel their happiest and their best, and that is going to lead them in the right direction towards just a healthy and positive relationship with food and their body. So I hope that helps parents that are struggling, I there's just a lot of information. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I don't want to give you like so much to tackle at once, but I am going to be announcing a workshop. I, I'm probably just going to offer it online so all parents can get to it and then maybe an in-person one as well. And I would love if you have a teen struggling with weight and body image, I would love to 
help them. I'm thinking about creating maybe some sort of like once a week um, teen girls, intuitive eating, body image, um, that sort of thing. Just a something that I can do to work with um, the younger gender generation because it's so incredibly appoint- uh, important. I can't even talk. Okay, so I'm going to sign off on that one. I've got a money podcast coming your way. I'm reading the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It is so good. So I want to um, break it all down for you and put it into a podcast format so it's simple and easy to understand. So stay tuned for that. And if you want this in writing, I'm publishing this on my blog as a blog post at terabrunette.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please do not hesitate if you have any questions, if you need any help at all, if you're a parent that needs support, please send me a message, send me an email, and I will get back to you right away. Have a great day.